1: why do people press the crosswalk
0: button 100 times because it it just needs the one press i so do that did meter maids invent the bitch face or is that part of their job description good question when can summer end and the rain begin so i have something else to complain about (laughs) had a nightmare that i was being chased but i completely forgot how to run anxiety is pervasive people
1: oh i hate that dream have such a good day Hello, and welcome to Have Such a Good Day. <laughs>
0: we finally are in sync, Sarah. In Episode sync.
1: 52. Our cycles are aligned. <laughs> that too. In more ways than one. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the show. Welcome to the show, everybody. And uh, for anybody who has been with us, For the last 51 episodes, this is kind of a special one because it's episode 52, which means have such a good day as one-year-old. Happy birthday to
0: us. Happy birthday to us. Happy
1: birthday, dear. Have such a good day. Happy
0: birthday to us. Woo! You know, it's funny. So it's, (laughs) remember, 52 episodes because 52 weeks in a calendar year, (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, 50 sort of felt like, you know, a milestone, but it's really 52. So cheers to that. Cheers to all of you who have been listening this entire year. Um, we feel close to you. Your names are just so familiar. You're our friends. Um, we have had so much fun. it's it's crazy. I mean, a whole year, every single week, except for I want to mention actually, um people who rode in last week, we you know we had to take a week off and we did we really apologize for that. It was just sort of impossible to to keep up with everything. But, um, you guys were so, so supportive, and we really appreciate it. Um and, you know, so we're back. Episode 52 We're back We're back Thanks in for my, your patience We're back in
1: my apartment We've been on uh, Heather's Um back porch
0: for the last four episodes or so. Aww. I don't have that porch anymore. R.I.P.
1: porch. Yeah. And, and that's um, just and we'll get to this in a minute. We'll we'll fill you in a little bit more on just sort of the the, the goings on uh, the goings on in both <laughs> of our lives because uh, life has gotten a little bit more complicated. But yeah. So that that uh, you live in a different
0: place now. I do. I live in a new place not too far from Echo Park. I'm in a place called Beachwood Canyon. It's about you know 10. It can be t- actually it's 10 minutes without traffic it's really close right. without traffic. Um, it's so at 1 a.m., like but 10 20 minutes. minutes, 30 minutes. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's always rough. Like, you know, you do the move and it's really hard and you think it's over, but then you have to unpack and it's just it kind of just keeps going. And, you know, it's funny, your memories, you know, it's good that our memories only and you know, down the road, you remember the positive stuff and not the mm-hmm. negative. So you're not remembering that the day you were sweating like a dog and it was 90 degrees and you're no. lugging boxes and you hurt your back. Good thing you don't remember that because I swear I just moved in October as you remember and I knew it was gonna be hard but when I was in the thick of it I was like I I don't remember being this hard like you know even even six months ago I was like I so all of you who've been um comfortable in your houses for years and years and years I think you've forgotten how hard it is to move it's very (laughs) traumatic I mean they do say it's it's awful death divorce moving so number three is pretty significant anyway
1: well, I'm glad that you you came out of it largely unscathed. Uh Heather relatively do-
0: donated uh her
1: uh outdoor umbrella to me. I did. It's it's now in my backyard uh and it's it's great. It actually has, oh, I'm so it, glad. It has it has made it has given my 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 small meek backyard a life. Some yeah, a little life and a lot of shade. Good. Um so yeah, it's um it's Life goes on, right? It really does. It keeps
0: on rolling. And speaking of, we are going to discuss, since last episode, episode 51, we talked about in the bonus topic, our five favorite things. And these are just like kind of everyday things. Um, You know, this week we thought we would talk about our five least favorite things. And this is not school shootings, racism, all that stuff (laughs) is, (laughs) of course, our least favorite things ever. These are
1: more of those everyday, Everyday yeah, like, who are you as a person? Yeah. Exactly Because <laughs> we're really good at talking about it. We are we, you know, we like to grouse Yes Anyway <laughs> We do And sometimes um, You know it's funny a, a boyfriend of mine Some years ago I don't know what kind of mood I was in Or what kind of mood he was in But I was talking about something And I don't even think I was in Like a particularly bad mood And he looked at me And he was like You know Sarah You complain a lot <laughs> And he just like He wasn't mad yeah. He just kind of said it me Matter of factly yeah. And I was like Oh What did you say? I don't remember, like, I, I was like, I'm sorry, uh, okay. Well, here's the thing. But I, but I was like, that's just, because, like, it would be maybe me being like, you know what my least, fi- my five least favorite things are? And somebody either might be like, oh, yeah, I've got some, too. And they might be like, you complain a lot. Yeah, It no, just totally. depends.
0: I think it's all so relative to, like, the person, and, I mean, I know I tend to grouse too. We, we sort of built the show on it a little bit because it's like in a way it's like <laughs> sometimes think? sometimes like the grousing is it's therapeutic and we, you know we're hoping that our sort of complaints and laughs and the irony of life and the daily bullshit will make you guys kind of laugh sure. and relate. And so it turns into maybe a positive thing, hopefully. Yeah. Cause the, I, mean, I know I don't like to grouse and I, I think we, you know, we have to be careful. Oh, I that. love to grouse. <laughs> I understand that you don't want to just, you know, sit in a corner complaining about things yeah. all
1: day, which I do not do by the way. And, and that guy sucked yeah. for lots of different reasons. I would my biggest complaint is that he exists. But uh,
0: anyway, that is neither here nor there. It neither is or there nor, <laughs> nor nor one of those. Neither things. nor.
1: So, uh, Heather, this week,
0: uh-huh. I know
1: that you are unpacking and kind of getting used to your new existence, yep. and you got a new job and the whole thing. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I speaking of work, I had to go to New York for for work mm-hmm. for I mean it was I was not even in New York City for 36 hours
0: <laughs> so Sound, it, it was it was
1: I think I, I did the math it's like I was there for 30 hours oh, it was God. supposed to be 36 hours but my flight from LA to New York was delayed like five hours and so it
0: you must have lost your mind Did you you pulled your hair out a little bit I
1: didn't lose my mind but I have had really bad air travel luck Pretty much all year. I mean, you and yeah. I went to Mexico City and I don't remember us having any issues. Like, I think it was pretty good. We, we had a layover, were, but it was... The lay, but like the flights were on time. Yeah. We got there when we were supposed to. It was, you know, it, it kind of worked as usual. Since then, and that was in January. Since then, every single flight I've had is either delayed or canceled. You've had weird canceled. Stuff, for sure. There's
0: weather issues. You had that TSA thing. There was a
1: TSA thing. I mean, it has just been, you know, it's it's... There's nothing you can do about it. Um, but it I, makes
0: you not want to travel?
1: Yeah, it it makes me just be like I don't like flying. And I don't you already want have to anxiety to go, and
0: it's only going to make it. Hard, yeah, and, you it's, know? and
1: it's it's hard to go anyway. It's like I, you know, someone's got to take care of Lucy and Otis, and and you know the packing, and it's you know early mornings and the whole thing. So anyway, one of your pet peeves.
0: <laughs> it is. It is. Yes. <laughs> Spoiler. Least favorite things. Yeah.
1: Least favorite thing. Air travel. But um. But, I uh. When I got to New York, again, I was, you know, I I got in really, really late um, in the middle of the week. It was like Wednesday night, like 1 a.m. Oh, and I just, you know, got, you know, just taxi took me straight to the hotel, you know, got got my room, went to sleep, um, had a very long day the next day of work and then had thankfully didn't have to take a red eye home, um, was able to kind of like just walk around the city for like a couple hours, go to bed and then got up the following morning and came home.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And summer in New York for anybody who isn't, you know, hasn't been to the city or hasn't been there in a while, it's it's very soupy. It's hot and it's humid. Soupy it, is a wasn't, good word. it wasn't it wasn't that hot when I was there, but it was like it's humid to the point where you walk a couple blocks and you want to take a shower. Uh-huh. You know, your humidity you're, is you're kind wet. Of the worst. You're, yeah, yeah, you're just you're just wet, mm-hmm. and it's hot enough that like when the wind blows a certain way, you're like, whoa, garbage smell because it's New York, <laughs> right? Uh-huh. You know, and there's garbage all over the street, and and it's a funny time because anybody who lives there will say, oh yeah, like everyone just like is like in the Hamptons or they go somewhere else, and nobody's working in July or mm-hmm. August, right? So it's like it's dead in a certain kind of like local sort of a way. yeah, but the tourist section is very high because people have a chance to go visit New York City, mm-hmm. you know and go to Times Square and, and do whatever. and which is great. But I was you know in in that two hour window when I was like walking around after my long day of work and I was pretty I, I was going on no sleep. I was somewhat delirious. Mm-hmm. The crowds, you know, and people taking photos and they like won't get out of the way. And like there's cabs and people, cro- the, the density and the density. And I mean, it was, I've been to New York a hundred times. I love New York City in many ways. But like there was something about this trip where I was like, this is too much for me. Mm-hmm. Like I want to like go into my very small hotel room and like put CNN on and just like be like quiet and still <laughs> yeah. with like the
0: AC at yeah. like a comfortable I would temperature. Do that too. You know, like I couldn't deal with it. It's like it's like total audio and visual like overstimulation.
1: And just and just like jostling. Yeah. You know and and you're there's so much in the city that uh, and New York in particular, just because it's New York and it's it's special in its own way. But, you know, you're sharing the sidewalk with, um, uh, you know, people and they've got their dogs and like, you know, someone's, you know, has like a uh, like a I don't know, it was like bringing a bunch of packages into an apartment. Yeah. And so they've got, you know, the the thing and and then you've got your tourists and then people who are sort of stopped on their phone and yelling at each other and then the subway the steam is coming out of the ground and you're just and like you have no
0: idea like what like what is that and there's exactly? a lot of
1: honking yeah you know beep beep we're like why are you honking like the, no,
0: there's no accident here God, stop I, I, honking i remember when cuz i was i lived there for like you know the the winter mm-hmm. and i remember like when it would rain and like people's umbrellas and like you, you know you you kind of trying to find umbrella real estate like in the in the sky and you are you know like everyone's bumping And oh, man, yeah, it is it it is a tough city to live in. But yeah, it it felt and there was a time where I was pretty close to moving to New York.
1: I had been in San Francisco for some years and I had an opportunity with the job that I had at the time to like be in New York and still keep the job and, you know, just just see how it went. And I almost did. And even at that time, I was like, I don't know if I'm this is right for me. But let's give it a go. Why not? Life is an adventure. And on this last trip, and and it's probably because I was extremely sleep deprived and I wasn't there for very long and I was staying in Midtown in a hotel I would never stay at again. But I was like, nope. Yeah. There is just no way.
0: It, it's It's, it's, it's magical. a good feeling, though. Like, it's a good feeling to be like to that, that door is closed yeah. and know that you... Because I, I always had for years, like, I wanted to move back to New York. I wanted to stay there for longer when I moved there, but I got wooed back to the West Coast. But I remember feeling slight regret. Like, I always wanted to experience living in New York for, like, a five-year stint.
1: Yeah. You know, and just yeah.
0: really sink in and, like... Because it is a wonderful city. It's one of my favorite cities. But, yeah, the time has passed. And that's okay. You know, like, there's... And, and
1: it makes crop up again yeah you know I, I was talking to one of the people i was working with out in new york he he and his wife live in san francisco but he they used to live in new york mm-hmm. and he was like you know i was kind of complaining as i do sarah the complainer you know i was like oh god it's just so just too much it's too much hustle and bustle and he was like yeah but like think about like when you're 65 like you could have like a like a cute little studio in new york and, you know, you just kind of live amongst the people and like that might be kind of fun. And sure. I was like, maybe, maybe like it might come back around it again. Might.
0: Yeah. I mean, like uh, Parker Posey, um, she's that lady. She's that little lady that lives alone with her dog or something. Well, and she's, she's, she's not fat, No, but she's, <laughs> but she's, I mean, what, what is she now? She's mid 50s. I don't know. I'm not really sure. Anyway, she wrote a book. She looked great, Parker. It. She does. She's great. And she she talks about that. She talks about sort of like. Her kind of solo adventures in the city and everything. Anyways. Anyway. Well, it's funny. Um, I, um, you know, I, I wanted to mention, I've, I've kind of talked about this before a little bit, but, you know, it really is true. And you, in life, you always have to get reminded by things. Like, you forget simple stuff, you know, like just simple philosophies about life. And I, so I had a, I've had a pretty crazy couple weeks. I've had to like really you know, deal with the moving, but also working super hard. We've had a ton of sh- field shoots, which field production is very difficult because it's very physical, yeah. but you have to be really a problem Long hours, solver. You're on your feet. You're on your feet. Yeah. Like I, I hurt my foot because I've been with on the my elements. Feet too much. Um, and so we, you know, I, so three weeks ago I started field shooting. So like all that first week, all like a couple weeks ago. And then last week there was a request to shoot a last minute, uh, we wanted to get a few more shots at the last minute. And so I had to put together um, a field shoot uh, in, you know, 30-ish hours, like overnight. We had to book a house in Malibu. We had to, uh, you know, plan this hike to this these ruins and this waterfall, like on the same day. I mean, it's just like, right. you know, a lot of these asks are, I mean, it really, sometimes I feel like being a producer is like being a magician. Because in a way, yeah. you really do have to orchestrate stuff that feels impossible and often is and anyway my point is I was so dreading that day because it was such a hustle Um, and I just like you know the night before we had to get up really early and get out to Malibu and I was just really worried about it you know and it was the the first part of the shoot we shot on the beach we had this beautiful house it ended I was like wow you know this is actually pretty great this is great it's great but I always knew in the back of my mind being a producer you're like something is probably going to go wrong because this day is not over. Right, Second right. part of the day was to go up to this place called Solstice Canyon. It's also in Malibu, but it's kind of a trek. It's up by Pepperdine. It's like north. Mm-hmm go to this canyon it's like 90 degrees and you know we we had to get this shot at this room this is a ceo request like this is like Uh a big deal yeah and so we we got misinformation online there was like all these different you know stories about like the loop being two miles the looping four miles i had a whole crew with me i had a makeup woman with like a bag like i had like we had props we were carrying fresh flowers in buckets like i mean it was a fucking motley crew Oh my part of my french Long story short, so we're on this hike, and I'm kind of, like, cool to hike. I'm like, oh, get some exercise. Boiling hot. People were, like, wanting to stop. uh, No shade. You know, it was really, really hard. It was physically hard, and the day was long. But when we finally found the ruins... It was weird. It was like this weird cathartic experience after I was muddy, you know, my foot hurts like hell, you know, we're all like really like exhausted. Yeah, you're wound And we up. finally get to this. It, anyway, we, we were in good spirits, even though it was really hard. My point is, is that sometimes I feel like these crazy challenges, it's hard to throw yourself into these challenges because you don't want to feel pain. But I swear to God, like the, later, later that night, I was with the crew, we had some drinks and I was like, man... It just felt good it was like I, i'm glad that we went through that suffering because it was like very it was like toasting them and being like what did we today was crazy yeah. it was so yeah, yeah, yeah. weird and fun and and hard but like very rewarding
1: sometimes sometimes that kind of like running on fumes yes. thing works
0: to our advantage it does. i agree
1: even though you don't want to do it mm-hmm. and it sucks yep but you end up kind of
0: bonding because of it. Oh, we had and it was a thankfully it was actually a pretty awesome crew, like great people. Yeah. We took like a you know, group. Oh, shot. yeah. I mean, it was the, really fun. Some people would be like, bye. Oh, I'm yeah. out of here. Oh, I, I last project. Some people did walk. So, yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's, you know, these some of these jobs are getting harder and harder. And I'm kind of impressed with producers who you got to be like really tough. And I, I feel like yeah. I used to be tougher. So it's getting harder for me. But man, it's like we—you we, gotta like pull something out of nothing all the time. It's a crazy job. Anyway, that's all I'm gonna say. Well, Heather, I'm glad that you made
1: it through. Thanks. And the ruins—I don't I even—I like, don't even know what you're talking about, but it <laughs> s- sounds like
0: a cool place that I should visit. Ruins in Malibu. The ruins
1: of Malibu. Yeah. <laughs> Um, did you see a lot of like the devastation from the recent fires? Yeah, so
0: one of that's what the ruins were. Oh. It was like <laughs> Ru- the ruins of mansions. I know it's interesting. Yeah, it was a house. It was Camille Grammer's kind of, house. So it was a lot of like uh, chimney, like the the oh. remains of like the chimneys. It was trippy. It was Oh, that's what you're talking about? Yeah, I don't know if it was from this fire, then, like, but n- it was not from like a Mayan fire. ruins of no, Mayan. No, no, no. It was Different it was ruin. more like, you know, it was, it was actual fire stuff from ha- I think it was yes, it was fire stuff, but it was um houses that were nestled into these mountains that had like like they didn't tear it all down so it was like pieces of these houses it was it was like chimneys and like it was just weird in the middle of this jungle it was just like very random (sighs) very random but kind of cool well you know what otis it sounds like a great
1: hike for us perhaps this weekend (laughs) there you go we'll see how it goes i'll give you the deets so i mentioned my trip to new york uh trip from hell to say the least uh but you know it was work so Mm -hmm. you know can't complain uh getting a paycheck but um and I've talked about just the the beauty that is air travel um, on the show many times in the past. And the last trip, so on the way to New York from, from LAX, and just to kind of set up, how like, I live on, well, Heather and I both did, but I live on the far east side of Los Angeles. So LAX, which is the big airport, is no longer... Anything that's close or, or 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 easy for me to get mm-hmm. to, so I try to fly out of Burbank whenever possible. Mm-hmm. Well, for whatever reason, the the um, airline that I took uh, doesn't have a direct flight from Burbank to New York mm-hmm. for any any airport in that's, New York. That's kind of weird. Makes no sense. I know. So it just turned into like, well, I got to fly out of LAX, and it was a not that early of a flight, but. For me to get to LAX is a
0: solid hour. Yeah, you, or maybe a little extra. And maybe a little
1: extra, yeah. And that also included me having to like drop my dog off at the new dog uh, mm-hmm. board, boarding place, which was not that far, but you know that's another hour. So it's like my morning started quite early. Mm-hmm. By the time you know I got to LAX, and it actually worked out okay. I was like, man, I did this. I got it. You know, like I parked in like, you know long term parking and the whole thing. And then my flight was delayed five hours. Uh, so I just kind of hung out at LAX and just acted about like it. that was my my house um, in Terminal 7 for a while. But um, anyway, so that sucked. And I don't even remember who I sat next to on the way there because I was just so like... I don't, I don't know. You were seeing red. I, I was seeing red. I was actually, um, I don't know if you've ever heard of that um, iPhone
0: app. It probably has an Android app as well called Calm. It's mm-hmm. like a meditation app. Oh, yeah, app. I know. I've seen it. Yeah, I, I know like, with and, the like logo, I the like- logo
1: All I did, I just kept like, I just kept being like, okay, next one, next one, next one. Just nice. like, talk to me. You I know, love that. Have a soothing voice. I'm, talk, <laughs> I'm just going <laughs> to close my eyes because I can't sleep on planes. But I was like, I was so, I was so like... I was ready to end it all. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, that feeling where you're like, I'm just going to open the emergency door and oh, jump yeah. out. Oh, yeah.
0: Well, especially when you're stuck on the tarmac. Ugh, horrible. I'll, like, I would just, yeah. No, like, I thought that
1: wall, we were like 30,000 feet above. <laughs> Actually, I was like, I'm just going to open the door and like jump out. But um, anyway, got to New York. Uh, New York was whatever, soupy. And so on the way back, I was just so happy to be coming back. And my flight was actually delayed on the way back too, but not five hours; it was like an hour. Um, and it's me. I'm I'm in an aisle seat, thank goodness. And then there's like a, there's a woman in the in the window seat. And you know when you get that feeling where it's like I knew it was a full flight because I knew it was when yeah. I got my seat that you know there there weren't a lot of seats, but there wasn't anybody in the middle seat, and you're like think they're about to close the doors like we're gonna make out you know and not like make out like we're not gonna make out with each other physically we're going we're gonna yeah we're 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 gonna score we're gonna be happy that no one's in the middle seat (laughs) so at the very last minute of course this big dude not like fat but like i mean just a big dude you know like (laughs) six five he's in the middle seat.
0: I always feel like, why does that always happen to me? But it's good to know it happens to you, too. Oh, it happened, yeah. Too bad you didn't have one of that armrest thing, remember? It was like the first episode, I think, of this show where you talked about that, like, portable armrest Mm -hmm. where you, like, have your own little section. Well, so
1: it's funny (laughs) that you mentioned this, Heather, because, okay, so he gets in the middle seat, whatever, it's fine, you know? Like, you kind of have to, like, take off your seatbelt and, you know, do the whole thing. And the first thing he says to me is, he, because I'm using this 17-inch uh, laptop for, you know, reasons that it's too much to go into, but I had to use it. He was like, whoa, how big is that laptop? And I'm like, okay, this is going to be a long flight. That makes me laugh. Right. And, as
0: big as you, buddy.
1: And <laughs> and he was a man spreader, you know, meaning yeah. that, like, you know, the, th- the thighs are out. And, and you're kind of like... I mean, I felt bad for the dude. Like, I om- like it almost would have been the right thing for me to be like, I'll just sit in the middle seat because, like, you're going to be so uncomfortable between us. And, like, I've got this huge laptop. Like, it's, like, going to be hard for you to get out. But I was also like, no, grandma needs her aisle seat. You know? So I was just like, whatever. And, like, okay, so he's, you know, he's he's already, like, insulted my laptop where i'm like well fuck yourself and then you know we get up and going and before we were even off the tarmac like he like he's got like all this food and it's like stinky and oh, the whole I thing, that. and at one point he brings out this like gigantic ice cream sandwich like bigger than any ice cream sandwich i've ever seen whoa i like, don't even know he got it at newark airport somewhere and i'm Damn. like i'm like how long has that been, like, how it's been, like, it's all melted. Like, it took him a while to, like, get to the ice cream sandwich. Yeah. And it was just sitting there on the plane. Like what a random thing to
0: bring on the plane. Very strange. Like, get a
1: cookie. And, well, it was, it was cookie-ish, but there was definitely ice cream involved. And it's kind of like, and he's eating it, and, and like, he's eating it like, like he's about to die or something. Like, crumbs are falling out of his wow. mouth. Like, it's like... It's a little manic. Mm-hmm. It's a manic ice cream sandwich eating session, you know. And, I, you know, you kind of, you know, you sort of side eye somebody and you're like, mm. and like, I couldn't stop, like, I couldn't stop looking at him. I was like, what are you doing? Wow. Again, he was a big dude. He was probably sure. hungry, but it was like, whoa.
0: Imagine what he does at home just like by himself.
1: Yeah, right. I know. Because like, I mean, like his ice cream sandwich crumbs were like
0: falling on me may yeah, I, I see. He's some on, man- your, on your computer, actually. He's man <laughs> and
1: he's also using both of the armrests You
0: know, I'm in the aisle, so whatever. See, I'm just what kind you, of going that way. We get the short end of the stick, uh, small people, because it's like, oh, you don't really need a lot of space because you're small. You can fit on the seat, you know. But but we also like to have, you know, some. I mean, the, room. the truth is, I don't really need that much space. I
1: mean, planes are like not as uncomfortable for me as I know that they are for larger humans. Mm-hmm. But it was like just a just a weird dude very weird and then he kind of like and this is this is uh, I'll, I'll get to my kind of point and then we'll move on but and this is something that I know that I don't know that people have to deal with in, in different ways you know people will sometimes have like a screen on their on their laptop so that mm-hmm. you know from from an angle you can't see what's on somebody's screen right because like someone's sitting right next to you like what if you're doing? highly sensitive job work Mm -hmm. like you can't have somebody like spying on what you're doing I don't have one of those and I've sort of made fun of friends in the past for being like oh you're so paranoid like someone's gonna like see your spreadsheet you know and they're like well actually Sarah it's like pretty like who knows who's sitting next to you kind of thing yeah like what if somebody from like a rival company was sitting next to you and like saw your company secrets and it was a totally big deal. anyway so i don't have that on this computer This is a huge computer blah 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 and at you know at a certain point you know and i and i paid for my wi-fi you know so because i'm like it's gonna be i'm in the air for six hours i might as well like do some work and you know and look at instagram and he kept commenting on what was on my screen Ugh. and the first time i kind of was like I had, like, my earbuds in, so I was like, what? Oh, yeah. yeah, You know, kind of just like, I don't want to talk to you. And then, like, it happened a few more times Mm. where I was like, dude, what is wrong with you? Yeah, that's like... Like, I understand that you're going to be, like, looking at my screen like, okay, I get it. Like, I would do the same if it was you. You know, like, he he was watching a movie on his iPad. Like, I was glancing over Mm -hmm. at that as well. But, like, don't keep commenting on what I'm doing. Like, that's... Like... Well, it's not illegal, but
0: <laughs> I can't make you put your eyes somewhere else, but it's highly unethical. Yeah. You you got to that's like in it's just impolite. Like you just got to like sure your eyes are going to naturally go there, but don't make it so obvious. And
1: like he was commenting on yourself. like things that he was reading in like Slack conversations I was having. Don't do that. No, that's like, not cool. What
0: are you doing? Yeah, and I don't want him person. to to read what I'm writing to you. So as
1: soon as that, uh, you know, let's let's call it three hours into the, our six hour flight, I was like, "You are now my enemy, yeah. and I'm going to get my armrest back." <laughs> and so we did some elbow like yeah. war for a Super while, fun. and I was like, "I just don't. We're not like, I don't like you anymore." Yeah, yeah. 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 Every every oh. time he had to get up and go to the bathroom,
0: I was like. <sighs> Oh, plane follies. Plane follies. Yeah, they con-
1: they continue. So I will uh, be sure to uh, report back next time I get on a plane. I don't know you guys what I like know more. How, how your
0: plane follies or your date follies? They're both pretty damn <laughs> right. good. I felt like I was on a very <laughs> bad date. <laughs> a very long six-hour oh, bad God. date. I do not envy you. I'm telling you. So this I thought you'd, you'd find interesting. In fact, I was having a conversation with my friend Abby last night. We were having a little chat. Um, and... You know, she mentioned uh, she reads Man Repeller, which I do also, but mm-hmm. I've ha- I been so not online for the last like couple weeks, like reading just for pleasure. I've mostly been doing work and, and researching things. Um, but there, uh, uh, about a few weeks ago, uh, Stanford released a study that tracked how couples, um, the sort of trends in how people meet each other um, over the last kind of 80 years. Mm. Um, and you know, This is not surprising. Um, We all would assume this. But since 2000, uh, online dating has gone, you know, crazy. Gone viral. Gone totally viral. (laughs) Oh, my God. So um, it's funny because, you know, even when we were in high school... You know, there were, I remember always having workplace romances. I mean, I had like, I remember dating a lot of people at work. So did you, uh, you know, <laughs> friends would do matchmaking, you know, apparently that's on decline, but what I love about these types of things, I love charts and graphs and, you know, I just find it very interesting. This is a really fun little chart Okay. and it's called how couples meet and it has, it's from 1940 to 2020 and then it's like zero to 40%. And this is, again, percentage of, you know, who met in a certain way. Um, and it's it's a crazy chart because you see most of the lines are kind of like even-ish, you know. So there's like, met in church. Uh you were neighbors. This is this is like 1950s style. This is how a lot of sure. people met back in, yeah. you know, early 50s, 40s, 50s, yeah. 60s. Parents we set you up. <laughs> yes, parents set you up. Mm-hmm. Met in college. A lot of, you know, college sweethearts, sure. high school sweet, you know, met in primary or secondary school. A lot of people were, you know, like early sweethearts and like yeah. had families together. Met through family is very down in 2020. Like that's, it was up at like um, 30% in 1940 and goes, it spikes all the way down. Uh, met uh, as coworkers, workers um, or, you know, at work or through coworkers, workers um, is has dipped a lot over the years. It, it was actually, you know, not super popular in the 50s and then it spiked in like the 80s and 90s. And then it kind of came back down in the in, uh, you know, 2020 um, met through friends that has uh that was sort of steady for a long time until like early 2000 and now it's like completely plummeted that's Um, interesting i know i find it interesting too because i think people still have friends they do but people are so buried in their phones now that like i think it's just like social socializing has changed a lot um but met in a bar and restaurant that's the one thing that's has been pretty steady over the years and has kind of been the that's the probably the second most popular way that people are meeting now Mm. is still in bars which i get that because i i meet people in bars i mean i don't go to bars that much anymore but i usually talk to the person next to me sure whether or not i'm attracted to them is a different story but the met online didn't even exist obviously for decades until like like 1998. ish
1: yeah
0: um and then it's kind of like slow start and then you know like 90 like 1995 ish literally just goes straight up just like straight up and now you know in in 2020 it's like the way to meet people well it's interesting
1: too because like in 1995 the internet existed but it was still very new yeah so it's like meeting someone online was probably like you're in a chat room Mm -hmm. right you know you're on AOL uh, you know (laughs) or or Netscape Navigator (laughs) or something you know or you're in a news group Um, it's not like there was like match.com like all that stuff came way later but yeah the meeting people online thing whether it's romantic or friendship or I I don't know whatever it might be that is that's just a a tool that did not exist until that time
0: oh no totally it's um it is times have sure changed it's funny
1: too because I was um when I was in New York I was watching like I don't know, like New York television. I love to watch local news whenever I am in a different place. I love place. Like, the Weather
0: Channel and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, well, like uh, I I prefer the local, you know, where they're like on Columbus Avenue tonight. Uh, you know, a, you know, a dog was seen roaming. You know, we, we, the
0: fireman got him out of a tree. Like I love the local news. I like the local newspapers too. Like getting yeah, like, the, like just, the thin local newspapers. Just kind of yeah, like yeah, what, what's, what's going on, on? what's going on in, totally. in the
1: hood. Um, But I was, so I was watching regular TV because I don't have regular TV at home, so I don't see commercials and, you know, I, I am very, you know, a la carte about everything. And they're like, there are like dating app commercials. Yeah. And probably some of you were like, yeah, Sarah, they've been going on for a while. Like I had never seen any of this before. I see billboards every now and then for like, okay, Cupid or whatever. But this was like, um, who's the woman who was, um, God, I'm going to forget. She's Australian. Um, she's the bumble girl. Not the bumble girl. Well, I don't know. Maybe. No, she's a, she's an actress. She's, um, uh, she was in. Oh, I'm going to forget. Anyway, it'll come back to me. But, um, She's like Nicole Kidman. <laughs> it's not Nicole Kidman. No, no, no. Um uh, it, it's it, it was it was a commercial for match.com and the whole thing about it was that she was like online dating is the worst, right? We all know that. Mm. And it was like, you know, it, it, and it and it culminated in like why match.com was like the right dating app to use rather than the other mm. ones that are like bad. Mm. And it was like, wow, we've really gotten to like a weird point here where mm-hmm. it's like, okay, they didn't exist. Now they exist. And now we are being marketed to that they suck. Mm-hmm but like here's why like this like particular little twist mm-hmm. it's like a cleaning product or something like oh, yeah. you know cleaning products
0: are the worst mm-hmm. this is
1: why this cleaning product is better Yeah, it's and it's, so, for,
0: it's for like dating and love it's so mainstream and ubiquitous it is crazy it's like because we knew a time when it wasn't when it didn't exist so that's yeah. what's weird I think kids yeah. these days like life didn't exist without dating apps so it's like it's that's how they are used to being social is on Snapchat and you know Uh, All these different platforms. Anyway, we want to take a quick minute to or maybe a long minute. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. We're kind of chatty today. Um, Mm -hmm. Patreon.com slash have such a good day. Want to shout out a couple new patrons. Michael Engel. I hope I'm pronouncing your name right. He became a $5 patron. And David Ackers, Ackers, I believe is how to pronounce that, is a new $5 patron. Welcome, you guys. We're so stoked to have you. We are very stoked to have you. You are the best.
1: Um, And you join a a wonderful, uh, fierce tribe of people wanting to have such a good day. By the way, I remember her name, Rebel Wilson. Oh, yes, of course. Yes. So that's... She's funny. Yeah, she is. She's very funny. She was in a Match.com ad. I think it was Match.com. I think I'm getting that right. Um, and the whole thing was about how horrible it was. So thanks to the patrons. Hey, so speaking of Patreon. Mm-hmm. So Heather and I have, over the last several episodes, uh, we've been alluding and down, sometimes downright just, just talking about uh, the fact that our lives are a bit in flux right now. Um, heather had Again. To, Heather had to move, um, and also you know you're you're working on a new project that you didn't have a couple of months ago. It's a full time project, too. yeah, and it's 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 a it's a bit of a slog. Um, I'm doing hopefully not a whole lot of travel uh, over the next couple of months, but I will be as I do every so often. And we're kind of getting to the point where we're like, huh, this show, realistically, because we would like to continue it forever and ever. We do. Um, we. We don't know if we can sit down at a table, the two of us, once a week Mm -hmm. and do the show. Um, We don't really like the idea of doubling up episodes because there's timeliness involved Mm -hmm. and it feels kind of stale. And that doesn't really feel quite right for us. And what we would like to do... Is explore some remote options, which would mean that nothing really, as far as the product that you get would change. Uh, you'd be able to see us if you like the video version. I know a lot of you just listen, uh, so it wouldn't even matter. It wouldn't. It wouldn't really change uh, the eventual product, but it would change our. Um, approach
0: to it mm-hmm. and we have to you know there's some post-production that we'd have to rethink and I would need to get some gear I because I need yeah. to basically Sarah's got her setup but I would need to get like the same setup so that I can record on my end right so this is this is something that is hard to wrap your head around it takes a little bit of time especially working full-time but I really you know we, we want to keep the show going um, but I need to figure out like can I set this up in my place w- you know what day of the week are we going to be doing this because this would be yeah. something where we'd have to you know Come up with the right time of the week um, You know to record But ultimately if I could just get set up Like it would be pretty easy breezy
1: Yeah it's, it's And anybody who uh, Watches DTNS um, Knows that we've, we've kind of Got this whole thing dialed in um, DTNS being Daily Show, which is another podcast that That I co-host so This is something that I think ultimately is Better for Heather and mm-hmm. I We just it, it would just afford us uh, hours and hours mm-hmm. um, more per week mm-hmm. um, to do other things because we'd kind of have a plug and play situation. That said, this isn't going to happen tomorrow. No. And we, we still, we, we would really appreciate your feedback mm-hmm. um, if this is something that you're like, cool, sounds great. Uh, let's, you know, get it going. Or if you're like, oh, for some reason I'm really not into this, and here's why. Please, please do let us know. Feedback is really important. What we may want to do, mm-hmm. because this again, what what we do, what we don't want to do is have uh, anybody be like, hey, where's the show? Yeah. And us be like, oh, we're scrambling. This mm-hmm. isn't fun. You know, it's, it's, you it's know, not, yeah, like it's the, not we, right. we don't have we any time bad. on the weekend. It's you know, it's it's. It's becoming something, you know, like the phoning it in thing is not an option no, for us. No, definitely not. We're not going to do
0: that. No. You know, yeah, we're going to have a think on it this week. Um, you guys too. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm using my new corporate speak. Um, cool. But um, <laughs> have, a I, have a think. Have, have a, a think. Have a think. Think is a noun now. It is. Mm-hmm. And, you um, uh, after that, there is a uh, potential to take a, a short pause yes. on Patreon, yes. which is a thing that you can do, which yes. means we will not be going away altogether. We would just take a pause. You would not have to pay right. your fees. Yes. You would still be able to be on our site. Yes. Um, as You can, you know, you know, won't lose sight of us. It would just be like we'd have to take uh, a month of pause or whatever to figure this out, and you, you would not be charged at that time. No. And then once we restart... Then you can, you know, come back with full love and support. Yes. Um in fact I am a patron of a couple of projects
1: that have done this um for a variety of reasons. And you may be too. But for anybody who's like, whoa, what's happening here? You know, what what am I paying for? The the whole idea is that it is it's like pausing your car insurance. Yeah, right. Exactly, like you don't, yeah. you know, your policy number is still in place. Going Everything on trip. everything's cool but you're not paying for content that you're not getting mm-hmm. and we don't want anyone to feel like they're paying for something that they're not getting no and so again we're we're we're, we're, having, we're a think. having a think we're having a think so so and this is all you know this is it takes a village right so let's all have a think about it um and and give us some feedback so that we understand uh, where where the peeps want us to go but what what we think might be the right idea is do a little pause mm-hmm. do a little regroup and then come back to the show. And hopefully we will not have lost anybody
0: in exactly. the meantime. We hope not to because that's really the sad part. And please email us at com. That's all we'll say for now. We're going to move on. Um, but please email us your thoughts. Um, chat with us on Patreon. And we look forward to hearing from you.
1: Yes, we do. Uh, so. <laughs> I don't really know how to uh, do a good segue here. So I won't. Um, but. Uh, I. <sighs> I don't really know how to say this delicately, but over the weekend, it was a bad day. It was it was a bad 24 hours in America. Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um,
1: We had a couple of mass shootings. We've had many of those before. Um, And I think part of me feeling very depleted after a lot of travel and just kind of like, I don't know, thinking about the universe. And then, you know, I'm sitting there on a Saturday, you know, I just just hanging out on a saturday night not 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 being social that's the norm for sarah these days you know hanging out with my dog or whatever you know a friend of mine i think it was in a slack group was like oh, holy shit you know something something yeah. really bad happened and it like it hit me like a ton of bricks mm-hmm. and it always does mm-hmm. but it was like i was just like i mean i was like so depressed like immediately just like you like everything just oh, yeah. dropped you oh, know totally. where i'm just like yeah, I just want to throw my laptop out the window and stop talking to people for the rest of my life kind mm-hmm. of thing, you know, fleeting <laughs> feelings. But, you know, just like really just, just awful. And the funny thing is, is that when something happens and I remember, remember the, uh, the, uh, Japan tsunami. Oh yeah. it was like 2011. Mm-hmm. And I remember,
0: um, I felt punched in the gut.
1: Yeah, so, like, and the reason I bring that up, which has nothing to do with mass shootings, but I remember it was because it was late at night in California, and I was living with a boyfriend at the time, and we were both still awake, but it was, like, kind of time to go to bed, Mm -hmm. and we lived in a loft, so he was upstairs, and I was downstairs, and I was, like, reading or something. The television wasn't on, or I don't think we had cable, and he, he calls down to me, and he goes... There was a tsunami in Japan because he was like on Twitter or something. And I was sort of like, I go like, huh? What? Uh, you know, like, and I kind of was like, oh, that sounds terrible. And I kind of went to bed because mm-hmm. was, it was midnight or something. And in the morning, I realized what had, you know, it was yeah. the ca- catastrophic event that had happened. And it was a funny thing because it was like, oh, if I had just turned on the news the night before, I probably just wouldn't have gone to bed because it was so horrible, yeah. you know, and there was footage and, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. uh, and, you know, people dying and information coming in, you know, like on on, on the minute. But I didn't. I just went to bed. And when uh, this the, this couple of events happened over the weekend, it was sort of the same situation where somebody pinged me and was like, this terrible thing happened mm-hmm. and I immediately because I don't have cable now like I I I watch a lot of stuff on demand but I don't have a way to watch uh I have a way to watch live television if I'm using my OTA antenna like I can watch network um stuff but like I can't like turn on CNN yeah right and it was a funny thing because I was like I sort of don't want to absorb too much of this because it's a bunch of people just mm-hmm. being like, well, let's speculate more on the killer, mm-hmm. you know, and that mm-hmm. kind of thing, which is just, most of it is just it's just bad news anyway. But I was like, how do I, like, watch the news right now? I kind of sat there for a minute being like, do I just, like, glue myself to Twitter for a while? Like, I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I kind of hate that because mm-hmm. there's just so much, like, you know, hot takes. And, and opinions. And opinions, and, and, and sometimes information that's not right or isn't relevant to me and and i you know i can't turn on sort of like the 24-hour news thing on on my tv which i have by design because i don't want to watch too much tv mm-hmm. and it was, it was just kind of a funny thing so like i ended up going to cnn.com and like refreshing it do every that a lot five too. seconds yeah. and it's like is cnn really like my trusted news source well I mean, kind of. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's one of them, mm-hmm. right? There, mm-hmm. there are many, mm-hmm. but it, but it's the one that I, I feel like is going to be updated probably the most often
0: mm-hmm.
1: for something like this. Mm-hmm. Until you kind of get some more context, yep. and it was, just, it was just like a weird five hours or so where I was like. How do people get their news these days?
0: I know, it's a really good question. Because my news
1: is, is being gathered in weird ways.
0: I know a lot of people who, who don't use Twitter. Like, they don't post anything or have conversations, but yeah. they just look at the news. Um, and, you know, Google's a good aggregator. Like, yeah, it's yeah. funny. I honestly, like, I, I kind of poke around. I, I, I listen to NPR a lot in the morning. I like the, their news mm-hmm. uh, coverage. Yeah. I, on the way... I like uh I like uh Robin's um news hour on Howard Stern a lot. Actually, that's one of my favorite parts of Howard Stern on Sirius XM, which I'm probably gonna cancel. <laughs> but um but anyway, so yeah, you're right. So it was like five dollars a month for six months. Oh man. I well, I'm trying to call them and I can't get through to try to negotiate because right now I'm paying a high premium. They just um, kinda knocked me. Yeah. But I, I can't even all, get through.
1: All you do all yeah, that's that's
0: That that, seems
1: like a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Like all you do is be like, oh, I'm out of here. And then they'll be like, okay, it's like
0: free. That's what I mean. That's Mm -hmm. what I'm trying to do. And so, yeah. uh. Anyway. All right. I think that, it is funny because it's kind of like the dating thing it's like every you used to have one thing you had tv that's how you got your news and right. now it's like yeah. i'm i am like i've got my npr on my on my echo my amazon echo and i've got my serious in the car and then i've got you know whatever like some sites that i look on you know mm-hmm. here and i do go go to twitter too i don't tweet that much but i do never yeah. tweet let's be honest um <laughs> and um you know so yeah it's funny it's 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 uh it's a it's an it, there's a lot of different ways that i find my news now and it's that's just the way it is these days
1: it is and I I know that we all have our own uh we've we've cobbled together whatever solution works for us i mean my mom for example hi mom you know she 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 turns you know she's got cable news on not like 24 hours a day or anything but it's like she watches a lot of cable news it's like it's something that is on in the house Mm -hmm. there are certain programs you know anderson cooper hour or whatever you know where she's like i'm into it you know this is like how i'm getting my information and yes there's some bias there right there's there are liberal versus conservative sources and that's all up to you guys we're not even going to get into that conversation but just to absorb news in general yes and the the it kind of the funny way that i've i've seen for myself over the last gosh going on 10 years now it's like it's not really the TV being on, you know, droning in the background because I've 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 cut that off for myself mm-hmm. on purpose because mm-hmm. I'm just like, ugh, it's just too much. Yeah, too much fluff. I not, agree. Not enough um, information. But but then at the, then I'm kind of hunting and pecking to like figure things out the rest of the way and having to slog through. Yeah, the Twitters and the Facebooks and, you know, my friends on Slack telling me information that may or may not be relevant like to me. Good,
0: there were good news aggregator apps, but I don't really use those anymore. I should I should look into that. But anywho, anywho. I wanted to mention something real quick. Um, right. I know that you and I do a lot of eye rolling on like cultural stuff, you know, stuff that we're maybe because we're older and it's like still silly little gimmicky Excuse things. Excuse you, Heather. Older? well I'm 42 slightly years slightly older yeah. um but you know we you know sort of look at cultural movements and like social media and just like things yeah. that were just like yeah. oh my god that's yeah. so gimmicky or so silly or whatever yeah well get ready to roll your eyes sarah all right i'm ready um love a good eye roll there is a thing called drunk yoga <laughs> i know
1: is it what it sounds like yeah you and get, so you of get course, drunk and you do yoga yeah Okay, and
0: so basically, it started in New York, of course, and now it's in LA, of course. Um, You can do it in Venice at the rooftop of a hotel called Hotel Irwin, which was down the street from your house, your original house. Yes, it's called the Original Drunk Yoga. It's basically like you have a pre-class like happy hour, and then you do forty-five minutes of yoga, and then you wind down at the end. Basically, according this is according to LA Mag, the founder is a, a Eli Walker. And uh, I guess a man. I thought it would be a woman, but the goal is to bring kind of like that—that lack of social pressure when you're at a bar and you have a drink, and it's like kind of takes down your walls so that you Mm -hmm. can kind of enjoy. You know, maybe a lot of people don't want to go to classes because they feel shy or whatever. Sure, whatever. I'm just like, okay, that's cool. It's like 30 or 45 bucks a class. I'm not going to do that. If I want to, you know, go to yoga drunk, <laughs> then I'm going to have a glass of wine and then I'm going to go to a yoga class, but I'm not going to like do it there. 40 I, I, bucks. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I assume the drinks are included. Well, yeah. And it's funny. Uh, only in LA, I swear to God, because there is also a, um, you know, the bar classes. Those are just, you know, the ones it's like mm-hmm. more of like a dance sort of. Uh, strength st- strengthening class well apparently they um there was a one studio that did a sloth bar class which means that they th- this is very i to me they they basically rented a sloth the animal mm. her name is lola okay. um she's been used in in kind of entertainment related things in hollywood um and they had her kind of hang while people hang off a bar while people you know did their thing in class is and lola just, enjoying this that's that's what i want that's to the thing i know you know
1: it's like you're not a fucking circus animal that's here, the thing i'm just know? like and
0: these, these girls are standing there doing their thing and like laughing and going oh, this and taking is pictures so cute. i'm just like oh my god
1: i mean sloths are really cute Extremely. and i'm sure that i if i could hug lola my day would be brighter but yeah i don't like that kind of novelty trotting animals out you know I mean the
0: goat yoga I've always wanted to try I have a friend my friend Melissa just did it and I'm actually curious I saw a
1: photo it was really cute yeah you know the drunk yoga thing is that sounds dumb to me just Mm -hmm. not gonna lie it just sounds dumb it's probably fun whatever just you know live your truth but uh, there was there was some years ago that somebody that I knew who was a doctor I think it was in my twit days uh, Dr. Mom who was who's very active in in like our IRC chat rooms, uh, who's a doctor who lives in New York, actually, I had asked the question of like, what I mean, what is like the impact on your body if you like are drunk and like go to the gym? Mm-hmm. This is not something I do, by the way. But like, I don't know, like is, is like, do you like burn as many calories? Like what, mm-hmm. you know, what is it? As long as you're not like falling over or anything, yeah. like doesn't matter. And she, and I don't totally remember what the answer was, but it was something like, your body doesn't metabolize, like, your body's busy metabolizing the alcohol, and so you're actually, like, r- like realistically, like, you're wasting your time oh, yeah. at the gym.
0: It seems like a it's, really bad idea. Yeah,
1: like, it's just, like, not only, like, are you going to get, like, dehydrated and stuff, but you're actually not going to burn the calories that you would have burned had you been, like, nice and clean. Mm-hmm. So the idea of drunk yoga, first of all, yoga is, like, I mean, balance is... The, like
0: i already have a hard time fa- balancing as foundation of it so it's like
1: the idea that you do
0: like fall over more
1: yeah. or like that just sounds sloppy also, and dumb also pa- part
0: of yoga is well at least the one i do is like you detox because you sweat you you know you sweat toxins out and you're right you twist your body so that you twist your organs that so it basically cleans you out so it's like it's a contradiction yeah anyway i won't be doing it um i mm. will be drinking and then doing yoga like at different times maybe <laughs> maybe within the same day though sure the same 24 hours but... hey a little cocktail after yoga ain't gonna hurt anybody mm-hmm. although i
1: feel like if the yoga class is good enough you usually don't want that no afterwards you don't <laughs> you don't you want because you, you want just water. feel so good i know i totally you agree. know like the yoga was the cocktail exactly
0: and like a lesson to you all well um everybody please email (laughs) us what you think about drunk yoga and anything we've talked about on the show Uh, i'd like to hear from you about sarah's um plane partner um, the ice cream man, um, email us at hi at com and check us out at hi at have, hi, or sorry, have such a havesuchagoodday.com is our website. That's right, see, you,
1: you know, you, Heather and I take a week off. Oh,
0: boy. It's tough we stuff. We lose brain cells. Well, I wanted to mention Dave Ackers. he's one of our new patrons I mentioned earlier. He sent us a sweet note. He said, big fan from the beginning for, but for some reason I didn't add you in Patreon until now. I've now gone back and listened to all the bonus topics, and they are just as great as the rest of the show. Super sweet note. Thank you so much. Yay. Thanks. Thanks, David.
1: D- thanks, David. Uh, we're really happy to have you. We also got another email from Outrigger. Well, this is actually a YouTube uh, note, um, who said, good show. Been a fan of Sarah since Tech TV. Well, thank you very much. You know, Heather worked at Tech TV as well. <laughs> I sure did. You um, have the scenes. Outrigger says, does anyone know the name of the intro song? that You're talking about our intro yeah. song. Well, it doesn't have a name. I guess we
0: could give it a name. I know it's
1: so funny. This I is, think
0: it does. It probably does in the file, but we. But it might not be very interesting.
1: Well, it's well. Our friend Harry uh, made it for us. And shout out to Harry. Shout out. Not to sure you. if he listens
0: anymore. Shout out to you, Harry I think he Blake. Does.
1: Um, oh, I think he does. Uh, Her- Harry has made uh, a bunch of uh, uh, great music, uh, for for us, um, for various projects that I've done over the years and. Yeah, that's a Harry original.
0: It's so. probably like the "Have Such a Good Day." We slow we, rap. We, that's we, what it's we called. can call it the
1: "Have Such a Good Day" main theme.
0: Yeah, that's probably what it's. And called. And
1: maybe you know, between now and our next show,
0: we'll think of something cooler. Maybe, but we're glad you like the show. We're glad you like the song. Hey, down the road, maybe we'll make it into a ringtone. Do people do that anymore? I used to love downloading ringtones. I had like a Missy Elliott uh, track on my phone for a while. Well, ringtones, what fun! Oh man. <laughs> I'm going to bring those back. Anyway, thanks for listening, all y'all. All All y'all. Super fun.
1: You're all the best. Uh, $5 and up ballas. Bonus topic is coming up. uh, So stay
0: tuned. Right around the
1: corner for everybody else. Thank you for watching and listening. Until next time, I'm Sarah. And I'm Heather. And have such a good day. Bye.